You're listening to the Curator Salon podcast. I'm your host, Geeta Joshi. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about preparing yourself online and your digital presence ahead of approaching galleries for representation. Your online presence, particularly your website, really is the place that people will learn more about you. It's that place you can get way more visible than if you only had your work available to buy through the studio, for example. So, you know, your online presence is a really key part of your wider brand. And the first thing we're going to look at is your website. So on the website, if you are thinking about gallery representation anytime soon, I want you to first look at the artwork and have you organized it in collections? Have you got the images sized so that they can be seen on the screen without people having to scroll down to see the bottom of the painting, for example? And this part of the website might be called gallery, it might be called portfolio, it might be called available artwork, whatever it is, it doesn't matter especially, but it should be clear. And then usually artists will organize it by collection, which I quite like, rather than having a mishmash of all the different things that you do. So showing that you actually work in collections and presenting it on the website in collections is really helpful. And it just shows that slightly more elevated uh, professional presentation for it there as well. Now traditionally a collection might be presented as an idea. So let's say you were painting interiors, then one collection might be the bedroom uh, interiors and another collection might be, um, I don't know, you know, views from the window or something like that, you know, of that, um, from that interior. So, you know, these, the, the, organizing the collections by the idea behind it is usually the typical way that people will do it. However, you can do it by scale. So some people will do large paintings and then it will be small paintings or it might be paintings under 500 or something like that. It can be paintings and prints. So, you know, whichever way organizing collections makes sense to you and the work that you make would be, you know, fine. Take a, you know, educated, opinion on this or you know you can invite somebody in to have a look over it for you as well and you know that might be another artist or if you're inside uh, an artist membership or a community then you might ask somebody within uh, that space that can actually help you take a look over how you've organized it there's no absolute one way it really is dependent on like what you're making and how you work Another way that some artists do it is through date. So they might have the works from 2019 on one page and then the work from 2020 on another page. And so you could do it that way as well. If you have a lot of artwork from the past, you could just collect and you're not actually actively uh, presenting that work, then you can just have like past collections or an archive or something like that and just call that page, you know, archive or previous collections and, uh, you know, put all those uh, images there and then really just have the dominant collections as the ones that you're working on now and the ones you want people to really be uh, interested in, right? The ones you're showing off, maybe you're talking about them on social media and these are the ones that you're going to be proposing uh, to galleries, exhibitions, publications, or any other place that you're uh, reaching out for coverage. So that's number one, organizing your work by collections in a very understandable and reasonably intuitive way. The next thing is to get testimonials from people that have bought your art 
in the past. So people always like to know what happy customers have said before. And as an artist, you can also do this. You can reach out to people that have bought your artwork in the past and ask them to share a few words or a couple of sentences about what they enjoy about the art or even the buying experience. So maybe they came to your studio and they're going to say, you know, how much they enjoyed meeting you and how happy they are with the artwork that now graces their walls at home. So that is a positive kind of testimonial that you would want to be having on the website. And on the website itself, it can be uh, placed around, you know, the available artwork for sale. If, you, if that is the sort of page that you have, what previous customers have said or what my patrons say or something like that. Or you could have its own page and tab that is called testimonials. Sometimes people will also uh, place this rather than having a testimonials tab on its own, they might have it on the about page. And you're reaching out for testimonials. Honestly, this is like half an hour of work. It's it sound it might sound intimidating if you've never done it before, but usually people are very happy. And you can also ask your past clients if they want to have their name shared on there. Or you can say that you know you'll have, uh, write it up as anonymous, or you know maybe just have the initials for the person, or something like that. So that doesn't take a lot of work on your part. So you can just draft up an email. Like I said, it's literally half hour or less of work, and then just getting those moved onto the website as soon as you get them. Testimonials are a really important part of your business. You know, oftentimes if you were going to go and buy something yourself you might want you might realize or you might not even realize that you've actually read through what happy customers have said and it just provides that social proof that everybody is looking for before they make purchases so this is not just preparing yourself for your uh, gallery proposals it's actually helping other people that come to your website maybe to buy your artwork that you're promoting on social media it also gives them that additional uh, comfort uh, you know, and confidence in actually buying from you. Moving on to the about page. Now, sometimes people will have this split out as bio and statement. It really doesn't matter as long as it is there. Here, you want to just go through the actual biography. Is that all up to date? Could it do with a refresh? Um, you know, is this still current? Is this still your core messaging? all that sort of thing and adding in any new experience or exhibitions and publications and podcasts and whatever that you've been featured on. So if you are somebody that has a whole list of uh, places that you've participated, then you just really want to make sure that that is up to date. I see this all the time. Like artists will be on, on social media, they're talking about an exhibition, but then it's not actually reflected on the website. So just making sure your website is up to date with the things that you've done in recent um, times since you last uh, logged in to update this page is really important. And it just makes everything up to date as well. And again, with your statement, uh, same thing, you know, is, is the messaging there, you know, still pertinent to what you're making? Does it need embellishing? Does it need tweaking? And just giving that uh, look over. And again, it might be something that you want to invite more eyes on. So if you're inside, uh, like I said, a membership or an artist community, you could ask somebody that you trust within that space to come and actually look over it for you. Or, you know, if you're working with a coach, then certainly that might be something you ask them to uh, review for you and review with you. 
around the bio, particularly where you're talking about your experience, another thing that can be helpful is to have some visuals. So if you've been in exhibitions recently or you've been featured in publications, then illustrating this page with maybe an installation view of the exhibition or, uh, you know, an open uh, pages of your feature inside a publication or something like that can also add more, not credibility necessarily, but just another way of consuming um, the information that you've laid out there. So it's not just a very dry page that's a list of things. So you can also think about this as well. And you know that's really going to be dependent on the sort of template and the rest of the style of the website that you that you have. So illustrating it could also be something to consider. And if you are somebody that has a blog or news art, um, area on your website or news and updates, sometimes artists call it, then making sure that all those recent exhibitions and uh, places that you've appeared, uh, you know maybe you've been on a podcast, then all of that is also. Uh, reflected on your news and updates and um, that kind of area on your website there as well. So those would be the fundamental areas that I would have you look at, making sure that it is a nice and easy experience, that it is intuitive to navigate, making sure that you're using a template that is contemporary and fresh. You know, if you are somebody that hasn't um, really looked at their website or updated it for like, you know, three, four, five years, you've probably realized unconsciously that website website styles kind of change and evolve and you'll know if yours is looking fresh and contemporary and modern compared to something that looks like you know even if it was five years old it might look like it's 15 years old especially those ones that have dark um, screen uh, dark background colors you know that was a thing of many many years past and honestly just looks like somebody's abandoned it even if they are still updating it with the most recent news. So, you know, white, bright, um, light colours and backgrounds is really important to help your artwork kind of stand out there as well. If you've got work on uh, available work or maybe you have an online shop, then um, adding in supplemental images to each of the products. So the product is essentially the item that is for sale, so that will be a single artwork at a time. You can also embellish these pages with in situ images and this just gives that better experience. Like I've said before, it's a bit like going to an apparel website where uh, you know, you're looking at a dress, but then you also see pictures of that dress being worn by a model. And that's essentially what you're doing when you use these in situ uh, images as well to help your customer uh, understand what that artwork would look like in scale in the context of uh, a room, right? A dining room, a living room, a bedroom, whatever it is. So just given that additional kind of uh, supplemental um, visual aid, I suppose, for people to understand your work uh, can also be really helpful. And if you want to use that, there are various websites and there are lots of apps as well. I prefer to do it on the desktop. With artplacer.com, you can use the code Gita Joshi. It's a single word for a 30% discount if that is something you wanted to do as well. So these are the key areas that I would have you update and really pay attention to, get somebody else's eyes on it. Uh, just so you can sense check that it's all making sense and it's easy and intuitive to navigate uh, before you actually go out there and approach 
galleries because with galleries and also as you're promoting yourself on social media if that's the way you're doing it people want to have a good experience right we do go through to artists websites and have a look and it you know it can be a letdown and you're really doing yourself a disservice right this is why you know you might not be getting conversions or you might get getting people that arrive on your website and they're literally staying around for two three four seconds before they bounce off the page because they're just simply not having a good experience excuse me as i might lose my voice a bit but just making that really easy for people and that might even be things like the pop-up box for you know subscribe to my mailing list maybe it comes up too soon right we literally have we've barely arrived and you're asking me for something. Well, I haven't spent enough time on this website to see if I want to actually subscribe to your mailing list. So it might be things like adjusting the delay before that pop-up box arrives, for example. So make sure you've got all of these areas addressed. Again, n these things don't necessarily take time, but you want to have a think about it. And you know, one way of doing it is just to think, okay, go page by page. You know, does this page make sense? Is it conveying what I want it to say? Have I written about the artwork or have I literally just got dimensions and price? Um, is that helpful? Does it help people read the work? And is it giving a good sense of um, what you want to convey, right? Your authority, your credibility, your experience. Is all of that coming across on every single page? All right, so that is setting yourself up on your website and then your social media so let's assume that you're using instagram you know when you are reaching out to galleries one of the most obvious places that they're going to go to is probably your instagram page if your instagram is only reels that might not be supporting you as much as you think we know that reels get good reach but and they get good engagement however they don't necessarily convert into more uh, sort of deeper connections, I suppose. And for this, you really want to mix them up, mix up reels with carousels. So carousels are those posts where you slide through and you can see up to 10 uh, different images. Thinking about like pick one artwork and then, you know, can you have another image within that carousel as a close up or a detail of one of, let's say it's a painting. Uh, can you show one of your in-situ um, images, mock-ups of this artwork? And so, you know, this way you can get multiple images of that same artwork and your caption also needs to actually be a caption. So this is something I see a lot and, you know, it literally tells me that this person doesn't, isn't confident about their art when literally they just put in a bunch of hashtags and then that's it and they post it. So use the caption area. It's there. It's a way for you to actually share more about the um, artwork that we're looking at. It's a way for you to share your experience, your credibility, um, all these things that help people engage with the maker and the artist behind the artwork, because that is both what a gallery is really looking at, right? Can, I, can we do business with this person? It's not just the artwork itself. Have they got something to say? If you were going to work um, and sell through a gallery, you might be invited to do an artist talk or have interviews, whether it's for their website or, you know, their PR team pitching you. So you having something to say is really important. And this is something that you can convey through your social presence. 
uh, by actually you know writing about it. And then there's also voiceovers. So we might be so the visual could be an artwork, and then the voiceover is you talking about it. And I would like to see more artists doing this because this really helps us helps the audience understand what they're looking at, what motivated the artist to do it, do what they did, um, and all these sorts of things as well. And then we also get a sense of that personality behind it, which is also something that really helps build rapport with your direct customers, but also anybody you want to go into business with, like a gallery or a consultant or any other party. So if gallery representation is on your list and then you're thinking, right, okay, well, now you need to upgrade your uh, social presence, just commit to doing that for the, you know, the next few posts. I mean, it, it doesn't have to be hard work. If you know what you're about and you, know, you believe in the work that you're making, it really shouldn't be too difficult to actually um, you know, create content around it. And it, you know, social media posting is really micro uh, content, right? You can talk about your techniques, you can talk about your motivation, you can talk about a day in the studio, and somewhere on my website there's also uh, social media prompts that you can go and uh, use as well if you're just um, moving into this level of kind of talking about your work as well. But we have all of this inside Gallery Ready, which is my online program for artists who are ready to start working with galleries. And I'm going to start uh, put a link to the program inside the show notes, and you can hit me up in the DMs on Instagram if you've got any questions about it.